To be epic, you have to master the matrix of fundamentals. Let's take a shortcut to the summit. Welcome to Launch Code with Jennifer Jones. Hello, everybody. It is August 2022. I am so excited to see these faces on my screen. Thank you guys all for joining us tonight. My name is Jennifer Jones. Launch Code is my baby. I developed this idea um, a couple months ago, mostly because I think everybody wants to get into network marketing. It sounds so sexy. It sounds so sultry, or, or, or maybe they don't. But for those that do, they just don't know how to get started. You know, our upline tells us, post on social media. Well, what am I going to post? You know, are they saying, just live the brand out loud or have a party or, and you're like, how am I going to do that? I got to try all the product first. I got to, I don't even know where to begin. So there's all of these really grandiose ideas, but not a whole lot of tactical. What do I say? How do I say it? Where do I put it? How do I respond? How do I begin? It's just not there. So, like I said, my name is Jennifer Jones. I'm the mother of four little girls. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I was a pharmaceutical sales rep for 20 years. Two decades I spent carrying the bag, and I swore to myself I would never be one of those people. I sell all day. I have a really good job. I have a lucrative job. I don't want to be one of those people that's pestering my family and friends to buy whatever product that I was pushing at that time. And boy, how wrong I was. Okay. Um, an opportunity fell from the cosmos and onto my lap, allowing me to leave a very lucrative corporate career in six months. Let me give a disclaimer. That is not most people. Look at your comp plan. Look at, look at all of those legal eagle details that you have to, but the reality is it can happen, okay? It can. Um, whatever your goals are, whatever your dreams are in network marketing, they can be attained. This is a super sophisticated business, you guys, but we let some people like five, 10 years ago kind of paint the wrong picture, right? So we are here to change the game. And I met Blair, well, I didn't meet Blair. I encountered Blair. Blair, it must have been 2018, 2019. I listened to your Doe podcast. Do you remember the Doe? I was on Doe with Darius. And so then I had to listen to the other people and like figure out what they were doing, right? And so she came a couple weeks or months later and I fell in love with her energy. I fell in love. She was so authentic. She's funny. She was quirky. She was everything that I strive to be. And I was like, one day on my vision board, I'm going to interview this woman. I didn't know what shape, form, or fashion. I don't have a podcast, you guys. This live Zoom, this is what I'm doing. And Blair, what a blessing and a gift in my life to have you and host you tonight. So I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about yourselves, about yourself, and you guys get ready to be inspired and goosebumps and all the things. So Blair, who are you? Wow. Well, what an introduction. Thank you so much. That was so sweet, Jennifer. And I do remember that podcast. That's so funny. Um, and honestly, like these kind of Zooms, I'm so excited to be on because a lot of you guys are just starting in your businesses or you've been in it for a while and you're like, I want that success. I might see other people I have and it's there. I don't care what company you're with. If you want it, you can get it in this industry. So as long as there's been other people that have paved the way, right, in your company and you've seen them succeed, it's possible for you. So first, I want to apologize. I'm not in my normal space. I was with my mom today um, with some medical stuff, and I decided it was going to be too hard to rush home. Uh, so I'm just doing it at my parents' house. So the lighting's not perfect, but we're just going to roll. So uh, a little bit about me. So I have been in uh, network marketing, direct sales now since the spring of 2000. 2009. I actually started first with a jewelry company and I was with them for almost five years. And then I've been with my current company now for eight years. And um, I just freaking love this industry. I mean, I was a kindergarten teacher and I did that for about a little under, I think like four years. And then I had my first child and I stayed home for five years. And during that time, we invested in a bunch of houses and we were renting them out. 
And all of a sudden, 2008 hit. And I don't know if you guys um, experienced this, but we got so sucked into all the problems that were happening. My husband's business was wrapped up in the mortgage industry. Our renters couldn't afford to pay for their rent. And we had to file bankruptcy. And it was rough. And so not only did we file bankruptcy, but in that same year, I found out that my husband was addicted to oxycodone. And I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old. So it was not an easy time. <laughs> and uh, that spring, I realized that I needed to go back to teaching that fall. Well, that's like six months of not getting paid. We needed the money. And so I actually saw a little a little blurb on Facebook about a jewelry party. It looked really beautiful jewelry. And I reached out to the person and I said, hey, listen, I would love to have a party. Can't afford any of the jewelry right now, but I know my friends can. And I could probably get some free jewelry and have a little bit of fun. I need it right now. And she said, there's nobody in South Florida doing this. You should really look into it. I never thought I would sell anything. So if you guys feel that way, I feel you. I have tried Discovery Toys. I tried Monat, or not Monat, I tried Monet. I tried a bunch of different companies when I was young and first out of college and teaching, and I never sold a thing. So I really did not think that I would ever be good in this industry, but I fell in love with the jewelry. I had a party, I had a bunch of people who wanted to book parties. So I did that. And within a month, I was making more that month than I ever did in a month teaching. And so we decided, Let's give this a chance. And at the time, I didn't know what was going to happen with my husband. I was hoping he would get better, but I wasn't sure. Thank goodness. Now he is. He's He's been sober for a long time. But, you know, it was during that time that I was like, I need to make sure I can take care of me and my kids in case it gets to that point. And so that was the beginning of my journey in this industry. And I'll tell you, the money has been amazing because I could have never made this money as a teacher. There's no glass ceiling. Nobody can tell me how much money I can or can't make, right? I can always continue to make more. But my absolute favorite thing is that the relationships that I've been able to build inside of my team, inside of my company, outside of my company, like Jennifer, the amazing people that I've been introduced to all over the world that I would have never met. And then the also, I love the self-development because after I left college, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't reading for any education anymore. I was reading like fiction books or if I needed to read something for a lesson that I was teaching. But when I got involved back in network marketing and MLM, I started reading and I had, you know, all these CEOs and people telling you to read these different books. And it opened a part of my heart and mind that I never even knew was there. So I have a special heart for this industry. And I'm so excited to share with you guys tonight. But it sounds like either you failed a couple of times before oh, you yeah. found the company you aligned with, or maybe you just weren't all in. And this is off script, but I, I didn't know that, Blair. So oh, yeah. Jess, were you just not passionate about, like, what, what was that about? Well, I think if we're being honest, two things, I think with the, um, it was the wrong product when we ordered, um, oh my gosh, what is that? Mona V. That was the one I said it wrong. It was Mona V. How many guys remember Mona V? It was like those wine bottles, but it really wasn't wine. It was like an antioxidant. Yes. Okay, good. Connie's like, I got you girl. Okay. So it was Mona V and we spent like $4,000 on these cases of Mona V. Cause my husband and I were like, we're, you know, went to a flip chart at somebody's house and they like went over it and we we're like, yeah, we could do that. And we both are people, uh, people, people, and like love to be around people. Well, guess what happened? Nobody could afford to buy those bottles. <laughs> and so they, and our friends were like young, right? They had just gotten married. They were just starting their careers. And they're like, I'm not going to spend $40 on a bottle. that's going to make me feel better. I'm going to spend $40 on alcohol to go out with my friends. So it was a wrong product at the wrong time for us. And yes, I don't think we had belief in the industry. I don't think we had belief in ourselves. Uh, my husband was already in sales in the mortgage industry. So like he knew sales, but it's more relational in this industry than it is sales. So I think it was so a along came lesson. a jewelry company, along came a jewelry company. And tell me again, what year this was that you launched there? Yeah, I think it was 2000. It was either 2009 or 2010. I need to go back and double check, but. Okay. And that yeah. was more of a party, a, a, a social atmosphere, have people come over, have people buy jewelry. And that's how you kind of ran with it, right? hundred percent. Yep. And I was doing about 10 to 13 shows a month. Oh, yeah, but I was bringing in serious money, but I was trading a lot of time for money, which I didn't really understand at that time. So then what happened? 
So this is super interesting, but a friend of mine that I had started in the jewelry business with, she left only because of stress. Like it is a lot of trading time for money when you're in the party industry. And she lived in Montana and she just couldn't do it anymore, driving an hour or two hours just for one show. And so she quit. And during that time of like, just trying to decide what she was going to do next, she tried the product that I'm on now. And um, she was like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. You've got to try this. Well, she said that to me for six months because I really just thought she was trying to recruit me to that business, to be totally honest with you. Right. I know you guys probably get those messages. All we're all skeptical of everybody because we're because we're hundred percent. And I'm that girl that I'm like, five of them at the same time, even if I want yes, to. <laughs> totally. And I'm that girl that like, if you tell me I just started this business, will you support me? I will buy it. And I did buy it from her, but great tip for success right now. You guys right now is she never told me how to use it. She was so busy in the beginning. She was blowing up, which was so amazing to watch, but she never really told me how to take the product. So I tried it. I took it completely the wrong way. It did not work. I threw it away. And six months later, I'm still watching her just like helping so many people and all these people all over social media talking about how great they feel and how amazing it was. And I also saw a bunch of people hitting auto bonus, which my company at the time when I was selling jewelry did not have that. It was also not a residual product. And I also, although I was having a lot of wins and I was making serious money, my team wasn't. And I felt like I was constantly dragging people and it did not feel authentic and right to me. I couldn't help other people have the same success that I was having. So there was a little you know, issue with the comp plan and how people were earning. And I didn't feel like I was aligning with that. So when I did try the product and it did work for me the right way, six months later, I looked into the compensation plan. It made a lot more sense to me. And I also felt like, oh, this is awesome. I can help men and women. And it just felt more aligned and it felt more natural for me. And I can work my business anywhere, like from my phone, from my computer. I didn't have to have parties. So for me, it was an easy transition. Okay. What was it like saying bye to company number one? Usually, yeah. (laughs) Never good. Okay. So I did sign a non-compete with that first company. And so when I told them, uh, actually at first I thought, well, maybe my husband will just sell the vitamins because we love them. He loves them. So maybe he could do that and I could stay with the jewelry company, but it wasn't a very good split in the beginning, but I stayed ethical on my end. I did not recruit one person from my team when I was with the jewelry company. It didn't take one person with me. So, which was actually a gift because I got to show people like you can start over from zero and build an amazing business. And so it ended up being a huge blessing instead of a burden, but it was rough the first couple of weeks. I wish this is one thing about the industry. I wish that we could get a little bit better about, right? Sometimes it's the right fit for somebody to join something else and that's okay. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And just do it the right way. Do it ethically. Right. So it's so I had a launch code guest on last month. And if you have to go back and watch Emily Lucas act, because she was saying sometimes it's not the company. Sometimes it's you. You can work at 10 different companies, but if you can't get your life together, it's never going to work for you. Right. But I really appreciate how you said there was something misaligned and it wasn't just the shiny penny, like, Oh, let me go run where the car is. Right. There was so much more to it, which I think is important to point out because it's never easy, but sometimes necessary. Right. Yeah. Actually, if you don't mind, let me say something about that. I, I got to go to Eric Worre's six figure summit, like the first year that I was with my current Oh, it's my dream, Blair. I keep asking him, don't you want to ask me? Don't you want to ask me? But he's amazing. And when I was there, I heard a couple of things that have still resonated with me still. And one was he talked about that you don't just jump companies because if you, there's only a few reasons why you ever would. Number one, if it's ethically not lining up with your morals and your values, or if they change the the like recipe or whatever, right? Sometimes they do have to change formulations because of rules or whatever. If they change a formulation and it's no longer working for you, then that makes you feel like it's unethical, right? Like it doesn't feel like it lines with me because it's not working for me anymore. Or if there's something going on and they change the comp plan. So again, these are just like major changes that have happened, right? Otherwise, stay with the company you're with and work the business because the longevity is going to bring you more money. The people that jump every time there's a new company, right? They might make a million here, a million at that company, a million at that company, a million at that company. But the person who stays with their company for 20, 30, 40 years 
that's real money, right? It will start to compound over time. And I promise you it will. And so that was really intriguing. He actually had all of us stand up. Like, how long have you been with the business? How much have you been making? And the last person to stand up or stay standing was making, you know, over seven figures a month. And he had been with his company for 32 years. He was like in his eighties and has a helicopter and seven houses and all these things. And he's like, I wasn't that successful in the beginning. I actually didn't even reach the top of my compensation plan until probably 10 years in. But now my my team is so deep and wide that I am very successful. So I just always like to remind people of that. I happen to hear that on your podcast, Blair, that we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it a, lot. a little while. <laughs> I've tried to listen to as many as I can. She's going to yeah. plug that at the end, you guys. It is nails. It is so worthwhile. I was listening to that the other day because there are so many people that just want to jump, jump, jump. And you're like, don't do it unless it really makes sense and you really thought it through. Okay, so you joined company number two. You are elephant in the room. Blair, you're allowed to say where you are. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted well, to. Well, I know, but, but sometimes my guests can't say it. So if you can say it, tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm with Lavelle, which sells the product, The Thrive Experience. Yep, and I've been with so them. Thrive, if we see Thrive, that's not its own company. That's Lavelle. I know it's so confusing. So I Lavelle is the name of the company. Okay. Yeah, Lavelle is the name of the company. The Thrive Experience is their main product. Thank you for clarifying that. So yeah. now, because I, I see it come across my social, so you signed up because you actually read the directions, right? <laughs> yeah. Told you how to take it. I read it. Yeah. I read the directions. Right. And had it had like literally by day four, I could tell the difference. And then my husband got started and loved it. And I was like, I know we need to tell people about this. So you started running, but we don't know how to run. Like we don't know. We we fall in love with our product or our sweat, our leggings, our nails, and we don't know what to do. So what did you do? Yep. So the very first thing, actually, I'm going to, I will literally walk you guys through. I still do this to, to today. Okay. I literally just signed up a new person yesterday and I helped walk her through this. So for me, it was very like, okay, I believe in this product, right? Whatever you're, you're sharing. I like to say sharing, cause I really don't feel like I'm selling it. I'm literally just sharing. It's your choice, whether you want it or not. So for me, it was, I want to share this with every single person I know. Okay. So the first thing I did was I took out a piece of paper and I broke it up into like three rows. The first row is the get out of jail. Okay. And I'll explain that in a second. The second row is just anybody who I think would be an amazing customer. And how did I figure out those different people? Well, first I wrote down all the things that I experienced because of the product and all the things my husband experienced because of the product. And obviously my leader put me on the phone with a few other people for validation calls. So I, I heard their stories. And then my company has a Facebook fan page. So I read a bunch of people's stories. So now I'm like, Ooh, it helps with headaches. Ooh, it helps with digestion. Ooh, it helps with losing weight. Ooh, it helps with sleeping. I'm writing down all these things. And I'm starting to think of who I know that these different things would help with. And then the third row was anybody who I thought would be great at the business. And I think a lot of times people forget to start with talking about the business first, if you think that they would be great at the business or you want to work with them. And so on that business list was anybody I've ever wanted to work with. Anybody who's ever complimented me in the past because they're like, man, you're a go-getter or wow, I love how you work your business or wow, it's been amazing to see what you do with the jewelry business, right? Anybody who's ever complimented me was on that list. Anybody who I know is a great connector is on that list. Anybody I know that would like to get out of debt. Uh, I had friends on there that were lawyers, doctors, because they accrue a lot of debt and they want to get out of it as fast as possible. And, um, and then anybody who was like the PTA president, right? You know, those women who are like in everything, they're amazing. Busy people are great jugglers. So don't look at somebody and go, she's so busy. I'm not going to ask her. Oh no. Those are the best people. They know a ton of people and they know how to juggle their life. Okay. So those are the three lists. And that first one, the get out of jail list, I still use to this day because to me, it's just an easy start. As soon as you can get a win, it gives you the confidence to know that you can continue to build this business. People need a win in their first few days of business. So that get out of jail list, as I always say to them, this is like the people you would call if you literally went to jail tonight. I mean, heaven forbid, but it happens. And I don't want consumer reports people on that list. I don't want people who need to go research every detail about every single refrigerator before they buy it because they're going to take a little longer to purchase your products. I want like anywhere from two to six people on that get out of jail list. So for me, it was five people. I called those five and I said, listen, you know me. I've been on this product now for a week. Here's what it's done for me. 
Ryan's been on it for three days. Here's what he experienced. That's my husband. And I immediately thought of you because, and then fill in the blank, because you love wine, because you want to lose weight, because you, you know, because you tell me that you're, you have headaches almost every day because whatever. Right. And then I said, so listen, I'm partnering with this company so I can help a lot of people. And I need a few testimonials. Would you be open to trying the product for 30 days? You don't love it after that? Fine. But I have a feeling you're going to love it. And I want to be able to share your story with others. So I did that to five people, three of them right away. Okay, I'm ready to order. I trust you. I believe you. Let's go. Okay, let me, they, they bought it. You didn't give away the farm. No. Okay, you guys, listen to what she's saying. She's not sending out free leggings or nails or wine or whatever else we have on this call. They yep. bought it. Very important, Blair. Thank you. Yeah. And actually, I'll say this too, to all, all of you. I did. Now, here's the other part of what I did to be successful right away. I went through every single name in my phone, every single email I had, and every single Facebook friend I had. And I didn't send them cold messages that said like, hey, girl, just started a new company. Think you'd love it. Okay. Please don't send those messages. Like I didn't do that eight years ago and I still would never do it today. My message was direct for each person. Now there's a lot of copy and pasting, but I made it still personal to them. Like, Hey, Melissa, I haven't talked to you in a while. So sorry, but I know both of our kids are growing up. We both graduated the same year. So I know you've got to have some aches and discomforts. I know you're probably not having great sleep either. I finally found a product that's working for me. And I immediately thought of all of my college friends. Are you open to hearing more? Right. So that verbiage allowed them to, to get a little more personal with what I was saying, but it was still like a copy and paste. But I would just change up maybe a little bit for each person. But I, I would offer samples in those first couple months when people answered me back and they say, yeah, I want to learn more. I'd say, great, let me get you some more information. And would you like a three day sample? If they said yes to the sampling part, then I moved into trying to get them to purchase. It was, well, tell me if you had a magic wand and could change anything about your health and wellness or your body in the next 30 days, what would it be? Oh, you want to lose 12 pounds? Awesome. That's not going to happen on a three-day sample. And you're definitely not going to feel the energy in three days. So let's do this. Instead of me sending you the sample, let's just get started on a full 30 days and see what can happen for you. Okay. So now, again, if you have a higher price, like if you're Zaya savvy, like I have people who are like, let me send you a free pair of leggings or a sports bra. I'm like, please don't. Like, right. please don't. Because I... I'd rather buy it from you, first of all, because I don't know if I'm going to like it, right? So unless you have samples, they can purchase the product. And if you have, do whatever you want. But I see on my team, Blair, people are just really generous. I know. And it really hurts my heart because all I see is dollar sign. Yeah. You know, they would have bought it if you <laughs> gave the testimonial. Your per I always say, talk about your personal experience, right? Yeah. Okay, so this, I, I'm getting the vibe that this is DMs or texts or like emails. This is intimate. So then how are you doing this on social media or are you? Because I know not everyone uses social. So what were you doing? Well, I'll be honest with you. The first couple months I was, remember we talked about a transition from the jewelry company to this company. Oh, you couldn't say nothing, I right? I couldn't say anything. So I hit auto bonus in my first three weeks with the company that I'm with now. And I didn't even post on social media. But it didn't, or I didn't post about Lavelle or the Thrive Experience, but I did still post every day. So I thought, what would my client, the person who would love my product the most, what are their aches? What are their pains? What are their problems? What are the things that need to be solved with my product? Right. So you guys can do that tonight, literally write in a piece of paper. So if it's Zaya leggings and they lift up your booty, then, you know, like, OK, who's my ideal person? It's somebody who's not feeling great in their workout clothes. So they're not making it to the gym because they're embarrassed about how they look. They're not running out to pick up their kid from school in comfy clothes because they're embarrassed about how they look. So I'm going to go post about something about lifting my butt or something about, uh, you know, what are your favorite workout pants? Right. So it's getting really in the mind of that person. So I was asking health and wellness questions. I was asking for healthy recipes. I was saying I haven't ran in five years. I just went and ran, you know, for 12 minutes straight without, you know, dying. Um, I need a new pair of sneakers because I'm into working out again because I feel so great. What's your favorite brand of sneakers? So see how like my social media was really, it was around health and wellness, but I never said what my business or my product was because I wasn't allowed to for the first two months. Hey, this then is very went. telling. I got to stop you because we all see posts and I'm like, why won't she just say, not you. Yes. Why do I got to message her and see what it is? Like, cause it might be something my next door neighbor is selling, you know, that I, yeah. <laughs> and like sometimes they just can't right for that six. Sometimes I've heard it's years. So yeah. let's keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah that whole attraction marketing. Here's the thing. 
it's kind of like if any of you guys have little kids, okay, it's like when we were kids, we had phonics, right? And then whole language came out and it was like they would throw out the baby with the bathwater. But really now it's like they put the two together and whole language and phonics is teaches all the kids, no matter like what kind of brain pattern you have, right? So that's what's really important. It's like attraction marketing. I see the point of it. It really worked well for me my first two months in business, but I also need to also say what my business is sometimes and my product is sometimes. So you can take both and marry them together. You don't have to just do one or the other. And I do think it's a little sneaky when people never put their product or their business, right? That's frustrating. I'm like, just freaking say what you're doing. You should be proud of it. And on your podcast the other day, again, big fan right here, big fan. You were talking about how to get, like, you don't have a warm market. You always have a warm market because you're constantly bringing people in. And this is specific to social media. And I'll tell you, I do a lot of LinkedIn um, training, not coaching. I'm not a coach. I don't ever want to be considered a coach, but I love LinkedIn. Blair, I'm closing in on 20,000 connections on LinkedIn. That's really, it's big, Okay. But where I see my team kind of fall is they work it really, really hard for a month and then they keep posting, but they're not bringing new people in. And on your podcast, I don't know what the date was, you talked about your warm market can kind of fizzle out if you're not constantly growing your social media. So can you speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. So, you know, and this is the wave of being an entrepreneur, right? I love Darren Hardy's book, Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster. It's such a great book because it's so true. So your business is going to go like this. But what happens is sometimes when it's going up, you stop doing the things that were so important to get you there, right? You're like, oh, awesome. I've got so many new people. I'm so busy. Like I'm not going to post or I'm not going to reach out to people or I'm not going to get into the Facebook groups and connect or get on LinkedIn because I'm helping everybody here on my team. And then you lose that market. So you've got to constantly be reaching out, following up, connecting and just posting on Instagram or just posting on Facebook. And actually, if you go to my social media lately, I actually have not been posting very much lately, but I've been in my DMs a ton and I've been in Facebook groups a ton connecting, meeting new people, engaging, because I know school's about to start and all these moms that are my ideal client are about to put their kids back in school and they're going to be absolutely exhausted from summer. They've, they've gained weight over the summer. They're tired. Their digestive tract is off. This is my ideal time to reach out to them. So I spent like the last month, instead of focusing so much on my social media and what I was going to post and do, I focused on reaching out to people and connecting with them and looking at their social media and talking about them right? And connecting in an authentic way. And and again, we're getting tactical. One of her examples was, oh, you have a golden doodle. What I don't even know what kind of dog. Like, so do I. Like, how old's your whatever? I'm making up the dog's name. You guys, it doesn't. I think we really need to let our teams know it does not have to be product focused. Or my kids go to Osmond or whatever elementary too, or my kid plays soccer too. Oh my God, the bills. Like, can you believe it? Are you guys on a travel team? I mean, I'm just spitballing these. But I think you mentioned the way to grow social is to see somebody in a group or someone that comments on something else. Like, oh my gosh, Cause you wanted it to be C A P. What are your, what is yeah. it? Say that. Yep. So this is something that Kelly Hoover, my uh, partner with Bless Mama Bosses, we have a podcast together. We came up with this little acronym because we were finding that people were asking us often, like, how do I be authentic then? Like you keep saying that, but what does that mean? So we came up with this acronym CAP. So C stands for start with a compliment or a commonality. So again, let's use the let's use the dog example, right? So, oh my gosh, you have a golden doodle? That's so adorable, right? So I have a golden doodle too. So immediately I complimented and I found something in common with that person. Then A stands for asking open-ended questions. So I'm not asking yes and no questions. So it's not like, um, you know, do you love your dog? Whatever, right? Right. It's not like, oh, cute outfit. It's, hey. I have a golden doodle too. Yours is so adorable. How old is it? And don't you love their energy or, you know, or tell me about your dog or just something to get them engaged in talking, right? My favorite one is usually about kids. It's like, oh my gosh, you have two boys. I have two boys. Aren't they absolutely crazy? How old are yours? And what did you guys do this summer? So it's like, I'm asking an open-ended question. So they come back to me. Then P stands for uh, solving problem, solving their pain points. So when I'm asking those open-ended questions, I'm trying to get to a little bit more about them. So yeah, I have two boys. They're crazy. They were so busy this summer. We spent, we went to this camp and that camp. Okay. So now I know she's really busy. Uh, she's probably spent a ton of money this summer. 
So I could talk to her about the products and how they could help her, or I could talk about the products, how they could help her and how she could make extra money. Right. So now I'm going to problem solve her pain point. And I'm going to say something like, oh, my gosh, I hear you. I used to be so run down and tired. I couldn't even wait till eight o'clock till my kids would go to bed so that I could go to bed. Do you ever feel that way? She says, yes, I've got an in. Right. I'm going to share with her. Are you open? If I share with you something that I started taking eight years ago and it still works, I can't believe it. I'm about to be 45 years old this year and I still have all day energy. It's absolutely crazy. Me too. I'm 44. Okay. So what happens when you get a nasty gram back? Please tell me you get the uh, block or I'm blocking you. You're gross. Like, please tell me you get that. And how do you deal with that? I have to tell you, I have, I, I've maybe gotten that once because I'm always on your Instagram, like in your um, comments. Yeah. I don't even look. I mean, when people are like that, I'm sure I have, Mm -hmm. but in private messages. um, Oh, Tiffany said all that in the same message. Well, like we're going back and forth, right? I mean, having a real conversation. Right. Yeah, And that's why I don't think I get those icky messages because I'm not asking them into a party or anything like that. Now, if they do, if we do start talking about maybe nutrition and health and wellness tips, I might invite them into one of my Facebook groups that I have on that. Um, But we're usually, I mean, it's very rare that somebody gets annoyed with me because I'm literally talking to them like they're my friend. And I think that's one of the things like put on that cap and think about that. Like, what would I say to my friend or what would I say to the mom of, you know, that sitting next to me at the soccer game? So put yourself into those shoes and talk to them more authentically. And honestly, it just does not happen that often that I get somebody being nasty. And maybe I'm not pyramid scheme thing, Blair. Oh, I do get that a lot. What do you say then? And then we're going to talk about how you make a million dollars because we all want to make a million dollars. So tell me about the pyramid scheme. What's what's a Blair Critch response to that? Yeah. So my response is, wow, it sounds like you have a really bad um, experience with network marketing and direct sales. Can you tell me that story? You guys, here's why. Because most people have a weird story. Like they do. And they have legit reasons for hating pyramid schemes. And I get it. Like they had Aunt Susie who bought $5,000 worth of Mary Kay and never sold one. And her husband got so pissed and they got divorced. Like this was literally a story I got two weeks ago from somebody. (laughs) Okay. So I said to her, wow, that must have been really like dramatic for you as a kid to witness that. So I can totally understand why you wouldn't want to be in a business like that. However, the industry has really shifted and changed. So I'd love to share with you how it's not like that anymore. So basically there's no yearly fee with my company. There's no website fee. There's no cost for training. People buy on my website and the product shipped out directly to them. So I'm really no different than Amazon. And I think that inventory thing, people get real nervous that they got to become like a mailman. And I think to your point, I think she really just hit something. Well, you said a couple things you said about the residual like how jewelry for you was just not a residual product, right? Mm-hmm. But then you also said the inventory thing because for for my business, people think that they have to like open up a liquor store out of their home. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It ships direct to consumer. And But the old way, to your point, was probably more like that. I have to buy 50 blushes for people to come buy them, you know? Oh, totally. So, okay, so you got in, you started running. Everybody wants to feel better, look better, all the things. So was your focus team building? Was your focus focus selling, then flipping them into team building? We just need to know how you're making so much money. So sexy. Yeah. So here's the honest truth. Know your comp plan, like understand it. Okay. And if you don't understand it, you need to ask somebody to explain it to you. So when I first started, I was like, I need to understand this because I did not really understand it with my other company. And if I had, I would have realized that that's why nobody was having success underneath me. So I really understood the comp plan and I saw what was duplicatable. Again, a big lesson that I learned from Eric Worre was figure out what is the secret sauce in your company and become that machine. So in my company, the second spot of the compensation plan is auto bonus. And when people hit auto bonus, they're going to stick around for a couple of reasons. One, they're getting $800 a month towards their car. Two, they want to earn trips and they can earn up to three trips a year. And the first starting spot of like earning an all-inclusive trip with our company is that 12K auto bonus spot. So for me, I needed to become a 12K machine. <clears throat> and then I figured out how many 12Ks do I need to bring in in order or help, how many people do I need to bring in, get them to 12K, which is auto bonus, and then help 
that many to then hit the top of the compensation plan for me. So I figured that out. I needed 16 people to hit auto bonus. So I was laser focused on every single person that joined me in the business when I first started helping them grow their team, build their team by becoming duplicatable. So that was another thing. So first was I understood my comp plan and what kind of machine I needed to be and how who's going to stick around. And by the way, so my first four auto bonuses are still with me eight years later. And they're still, they're, three of them just stay at that level. They have no interest in growing anymore. They love going on the trips. They love getting their car. They are happy campers, but they've brought a ton of people. And then the second thing is knowing then how, what's duplication in your company. So I know that the first two weeks, there's a bunch of bonuses they can earn. And then they go on to help their new teammates to earn those bonuses. And they'll hit the first part of our compensation plan. They help three people to get to that spot they've hit 12K now they're at auto bonus. So you guys see how I'm very systematic with how I'm doing things. And it's all about the duplication. And once did you come up with these processes or does it, because like, what if you don't have a good mentor that can teach you the comp plan? I love how you just said, if you don't then ask somebody or learn it, but like, I always hear, you know, I think a mentor is the most critical part of the business personally, you know, and if you're not always, but like, so if you don't have that person, you can create these things yourself, right? If you don't have it coming down from corporate. Yeah. So I will say my upline leader was great at explaining the comp plan to me. Well, she wasn't great at explaining it. She got somebody else who was great at explaining it. <laughs> okay. So I, love so that. I yeah. So <laughs> she got somebody to explain it to me. And then I figured out all my own systems, right? Even so much that like I started copying when you, a lot of companies, I don't know if you guys all do this, but in our company, we do a lot of validation calls. We used to call them three-way calls, validation call, whatever you want to call them. Now it's a lot of messages, three-way messages instead of calling people. Um, But I would start copying down what I heard other leaders say on it, right? And so I made my own scripts, started handing those out to my team because if they knew what to say, then they could be doing their own three-way calls and three-way chats with people, right? Then I started realizing like when we had a few people hit those auto bonus levels, I went back and looked at what did they do to get there as fast as they did. And then I wrote all that down for my team. And then I created like a funnel for how to take people that are curious to customer in five steps. And then I took the exact same thing for people who are currently customers who are thinking about the business in five steps. And I just basically went through what the company was already kind of saying, but I made it my own for my team. And I just made it so that it was a visual thing for them. They could look at it and they could go, okay, these are the things I need to walk people through and get done in order to move faster. Right. Now, are these emails you're giving them or do you have like a portal that they log yeah. in? Do you have yeah. an old school binder? <laughs> no, I know. I actually don't have any of those. I It's a graphic. It's like literally a graphic. Okay. Like, Good. It's like, and it's in the shape of a funnel. So when I say funnel, it's not like email funnels. It's like literally like I made it in the shape of a funnel. So it's like, here's the big part. Everybody goes through this part. Right. And then it shaves down if they're really interested. This is gold. Because again, the thing, not even with my company, but other company, well, I didn't get this from or corporate doesn't give us this. They don't give us this. And I'm like, I have found the more people I talk to that are top earners at different companies, either they didn't want what corporate was giving them or they made it their own anyway. So I think as we grow in leadership in our companies, it's our time to step into that power and to make our own processes, right? And it's definitely something that I could get better at for sure. So I'm learning a lot by listening to you. Well, and I think you have to also see what works for you, right? Because like selling wine, some people want to have parties and some people don't. So it's like, you have to figure out which people on your team are having the most success and what did they do? And then just write that down. Mm -hmm. And then this is, you know, here's what people are doing that had success really fast, but maybe you don't want to do that. You want to do this. That's fine. But here is the step-by-step of what is working for people. So do you know how many people there are at your company at your level? I'm just curious, rough. Um, well, okay. 10, as, 20, as 100, yeah. As a millionaire earner, I think we only have, I think there, I could, I, I'm sure I'm wrong on this, but I think it was a hundred last year on stage. Disclaimer, she doesn't know. She's just saying it, right? Yeah, like, I that to me is so crazy, Blair. It's, uh, it's crazy. And the company just, so they just, they're about to celebrate their 10 year anniversary and they only invited like the top 200 to come to that anniversary party. So I don't really, I, you joined what year? I'm I joined to in 2014. So they would have been two, two years old. Two. Yeah, they were two. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. 
Again, million dollar earner. You guys have heard how she did it. And you you said that you have the thing to turn a potential into a customer. And then how do you pivot them into a, a person on your team? Or do you just kind of let them come to you? Well, uh, no, I definitely, I have an order. <laughs> so if, if it's somebody who is interested in the product and we haven't really talked about the business, I don't maybe know them well. I don't feel comfortable talking about it yet. I drop hints. So I'm like, hey, listen, when you fall in love with this, we have an amazing referral program. Whether you're a customer or a promoter, you get two, you're going to get your product for free every single month. So let's get you started and then start thinking about who you're going to want to share this with. So then as they got started their first couple of days on the products, I'm still dropping those same hints. Okay, you just told me you have all day energy and you slept amazing last night. Who do you know that needs that too? And then when they get their first two customers or even just one, I immediately say, okay, hold on. Before I help them place an order, you have to decide, do you want to get free product or do you want to get free products and make money? Because either way, I'm going to get paid. So it's really up to you. All right. All right. So like, it makes it like not icky because they're kind of like, well, wait a minute. If you're going to make money either way, then why wouldn't I join the business? And then I just say to them, okay, are you open to hear a little bit more about what that means? And then I kind of walk them through it. Now, there have been people that I've gone straight into the business with that I don't even know, like on, on social media, right? We're talking, we're going back and forth. I kind of got to know that person a lot during COVID. This happened to me because people would be like, oh my gosh, I had to quit my job because I'm having to be home with my kids while they're doing online school. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I would just straight up say, listen, this might sound weird, but I've had an online business for years, so I didn't have to pivot at all. I'd love to share a little bit more with you. Are you open? And if people live in an area where you don't have anybody in your team yet, you can say something like this. We, my company is expanding in your area. I would love to tell you more about the business opportunity. Are you open? You know what else works, Blair? I might teach you something. Yes. I'm looking, I'll just simply say like, I'll find a zip code where there's nobody. I'm like, Hey, I'm so-and-so at whatever company, like, looking to grow business in your area. Do you have five minutes to talk about I me? Mean, like literally, cause then they don't even think it's like MLM, network marketing. They just think I'm a bit, which I am. I'm just a business person. I happen to be a network marketer, but I'm a business person first, right? Yep. Okay, two more questions for Blair and then we'll let you guys ask questions. Blair, I think a lot of people want to start podcasts. You have multiple other like, I don't even know, platforms that you're using probably to bring people in for a multitude of reasons. So how did you start Blessed Mama Bosses? Like, how did, what did that look like? Yeah. So honestly, that was a love project. Kelly and I, we decided a couple of years ago, we, we had people asking us questions about business. She's pharma too. She left the pharma industry and uh, went full-time in network marketing. And we just had so many people asking us the same kind of questions that we decided to start a podcast. And then as we were using this podcast, we've realized we've actually been able to talk to so many people about network marketing or about joining us in the business or about our products. And so it's actually become like a really cool thing for us. But when we first started, it was really just because we wanted to share all of our business tips and marriage tips and family tips and all that kind of stuff. So it's really just been so much fun. So does somebody produce that for you or like, how does that work? Yeah. So we, we record actually, we, Kelly and I are very organized people. <laughs> like we both love planning. So uh, we actually record four episodes at a time. So we're already, we're always like two months ahead. And then we turn it into an editor. It's like $40 per episode and they edit it for us. And so like we do all the recording, all they have to do is edit it. And we try really hard to not have a lot of edits. So like editors can be anywhere from $40 to like $100 per episode, depending on how much editing you need. But if you get it down to where like you don't need them to do much, you can usually find somebody for 40 You bucks. need to get that for free by sharing who your editor is and bringing them a lot more business. <laughs> That's what yes, I That's I what I think. Okay, what else do you have? Where can we find you? You got a lot going on. What's your Instagram, yeah. Facebook, everything. Yes. Well, if you want to listen to the podcast, all you have to do is go to anywhere you listen to podcasts and look for Bless Mama Bosses, or you can go to blessmamabossespodcast.com. Uh, we also have a free community on Facebook for blessmamabossesgroup.com. We'll take you straight there. If you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at Blair Critch with the numeral two. So at Blair Critch two, somebody had Blair Critch. How crazy is that? And then on Facebook, uh, you can find me on Facebook by putting in Sparkly Blair. 
So that'll pop right up to, you'll see me right away on there. And, um, and I know right now, like I've tried to update my pictures because we didn't share this, but I went through cancer a couple of years ago. So I was bald and like now my hair is growing back and it used to be very long. So sometimes you might see pictures of me and they're like, I think that's her, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so always feel free to reach out to me by message and say, is this you? And I'll always answer you. Okay. Do you spend most of your time on Instagram or Facebook or both? Um, somewhere so else. I, do you go somewhere else? I don't yeah, know. great question. So I actually, oh, one more thing, guys. Here's yeah. the thing. Kelly and I did create a thing called Network Marketing Accelerator a couple of years ago because we had so many people in Blessed Mama Bosses asking for like that funnel that I told you about. Like you could see how we built that all about it. We have trainings from literally starting in network marketing to building teams of thousands. And it, all of that, it's 10 modules inside of a training program. And um, it's one flat fee and you own it forever. So it's like lifetime access. There's worksheets, all kinds of stuff that you can take. And then you can also take it, make it your own and teach it to your team. So you can find that at networkmarketingaccelerate.com. Uh, hey, and then you guys like network marketing opens doors. Now she got herself a podcast. She got herself a whole nother business. Like yeah. I think that we all need to be thinking so much bigger than even just our companies, right? Oh I mean, yeah. We are not our companies. We are so much more than that. And I think that you really exemplify that where you did a couple different things. Now you have all these places we can find you in ways that you're helping other people that aren't like really you sitting in your computer all day toiling away, right? This right. is passive income streams that you're creating because of network marketing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And quick hint, like once you start making some good money in network marketing, make sure you do take your money and don't just spend it right? Like we saved up for years. Now we have a rental house here in Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, there's different things that you can do with your money. So always be smart with it. But I spend most of my time, to be honest with you guys on Facebook. I freaking love Facebook groups. I think they are gold and they are honestly how I've probably gotten my last 40 customers in the last six months is Facebook groups. I go, I, this is my little uh, secret for Facebook groups. I pick two every quarter that I'm focused on. So like we're all in hundreds of Facebook groups, right? So I'm still in those Facebook groups, but I only focus on two. And I go into those two every single day, Monday through Friday for 10 minutes each and engage using that cat method. So I'm like connecting with people. I'm sending them a friend request. I'm connecting with them through messenger. I'm engaging on their post inside of the group. And I pick two, one that I think my ideal client would hang out in and one that I'm interested in because it just makes it a little bit more fun, right? So I've, I'm, I've only been a vegan now for about a year and a half. So I am in like a vegan group and it's just fun for me because I'm actually getting information that I care about in there. But it, so it's easy for me to engage. Did you go vegan because of the cancer? Yeah, I actually went like semi-vegan during chemo and I felt so much better than I did when I wasn't. And then after I was completely done with all of that, I went hundred percent vegan. I, That's I just, incredible. Good job. And bravo on slaying cancer. She's still fighting. She's still fighting, fighting every day. Right. But um, yeah. Um, does anyone have a question for Blair or I will um, stop recording and, and send this out to you guys. Do you have a question? Unmute. And if not, I'll wrap it up. We'd love to hear it. I have a question. Uh, this is Kelly Piak. Um, when you, when you first said, when you first started I don't remember if it was the jewelry one or the new one that, you know, you kind of went through all your phone uh, numbers, all your emails, all your Facebook contacts, and you kind of sent out that sort of, it almost sounded like you sent out that generic, I started something new, you know, da, 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 telling them, right? But then, then I also understand, though, where you're like, you know, the CAP, the connect and, you know, do all that, which is a little slower. It's like, sometimes I'm just so impatient. Like, I'm like, oh, do I just want to go back? Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, I did reach out to most of the people I knew well when I first started this company two years ago, but I'm, I'm in a major slump at the moment. And now it's just kind of like you, it's like you want to do, stuff that's going to result in something quick where, you know, in that whole chatting and you got to talk about all this stuff, like 20 people, you know what I mean? So, so it kind of felt like you said two different things. So if you could yes. kind of recap that. Yep. So um, when I was saying I was reaching out to all those people, when I first started in my business, it's kind of like, you know, I just started. So if you guys have just started, or maybe you're relaunching yourself again, or maybe a new product was launched um, for your company, like that's when I went in it, it, it was kind of a generic message, but I still made each person's personal. So like, remember I gave the example of like a college friend and I said to her, you know, Hey, Melissa, we're the same age. I know we haven't talked in a while and I see your kids are growing up. I love that. It's so exciting. I had to reach out because 
like we're college friends and I don't know about you, but I was starting to feel tired, exhausted, run down and stressed out every single day. And I found a product that actually solved all those problems for me. I feel amazing. And I want to share with every college friend because we're the same age. Are you open to hearing more? So I, that is kind of generic, but it's still kind of geared towards her. And I went through all those people. And then when I was done, I had to make new friends. And I feel like the new friends is what you have to use that cat method on because you can't do one of those kind of messages to new people that you're meeting on social media or people that you don't know well. So the other more generic message was for people I knew, right? They were like, they were like my actual high school and college friends or even emails. Like I went, we went through all of our Gmail contacts. In the first six weeks that I was in business, I just sent out one email a week and I was like, hey, I just started this new product. Here's my before and after. Here's what's going on every week for the next six weeks. I'm just going to drop an email. If you're interested, email me back for a free sample. If you're not, no problem. Feel free to unsubscribe. Like I just did it because I was like, I believe this product's going to help people and I have to get the word out. Now, oh, so that was like a group. Mess- that was a group message. It was like a BCC on an email. Right. BCC okay. BCC gotcha. is your best friend. Yes. Yes. BCC the maximum number every month. Yeah. And here's a great story about that. So I sent those out every single week. I have no idea if people unsubscribed or not. I didn't really care, but I did have uh, this guy messaging back and he goes, wow, your pictures, I can tell a difference every single week. I have no idea how we know each other. And I said, well, what do you do? And he said, I, I actually repair roofs. And I was like, oh, well, this is my address. And he said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did fix your roof a few years ago. And he was like, my back hurts all the time. I need that product. So he came by my house, picked up a three-day sample. He ordered two days later and he's still a customer of mine eight years later. So if I hadn't had the balls to do it, right, I would have never talked to him because I don't ever run into him. Like you get your roof fixed once every 10 years, right? So I would have never seen him again. So that was what I did in the beginning to get going, to get my business out there. But I would not send an email like that now because I've been in business for eight years and I need to meet new people. And that's going to turn off somebody brand new because they don't know. And and we'll end on this. I love how you said relaunch because it is never too late to relaunch. It is never too late to rebrand yourself. It is my five-year-old daughter just changed her name. We called her Sienna forever. Now she wants to be Gracie. Okay. So she's completely rebranded herself. It is never too late, you guys. And like, I don't want anyone here to feel like, oh, I've been doing it two years. Everyone knows I'm stuck. I've been doing it four years. Everyone knows I'm stuck completely revamp your social, revamp the way you speak, you know, like come hard in the paint and people will notice the energy shift. They really will. So thank you for reminding us that it's okay to relaunch Blair. Cause it is. Absolutely. Okay. And when you have a new product, you kind of should relaunch, right? Like a lot of times this happens in companies, they, they add new things. So when that happens, maybe come up with a launch plan and get your whole team in on it. Get on a Zoom, you guys create together what you're going to do to launch this new product, to reach out, to connect with people who you haven't talked to about your product or your business in a while. Blair, thank you. This is a moment for me. I hope you don't <laughs> get a restraining order against me now that I know oh, I all love the you. Um, Thank you for doing this, you guys. This was out of the goodness of her heart. I hope your mom stays in good health. I know you're at your mom's house right now. So all the good vibes to you. And I will post the recording. Blair, you'll get a link. And you guys know where to find her, follow her, give her love. We love you, Blair. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you. I'm going to smash a defibrillator onto your business. If you aren't exactly where you want to be in your direct selling company, something needs to drastically change. If you've been consistent and still haven't crushed top rank, I want to burn the entire metropolis you've created and build it back differently. Join me at igniteandlaunch.com. If any of this is resonating with you, Make sure you join us over at Ignite and Launch Society. Want to get to know me better? I'm Jennifer Schultz-Jones across all social media channels and, of course, my favorite, LinkedIn. Want more information on anything we talked about today? Click the link in the show notes. If this brought you any value, please rate and review on Apple or Spotify. See you next time.